Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1086. We had a nice little heat wave going on back in 1978. It was 96 degrees on this day in 1978 and 34 degrees years later in 1992. Uh, I can guarantee you kids were swimming in 1978. They're going to be swimming all weekend. I hope your beach has been properly gotten rid of the weeds and algae by Aquaside products made in White Bear Lake Pond and control products that take care of all the gunk that the kids don't want there. These products are easy to use. They work quickly. And Aquaside is registered with the EPA and DNR. The products are safe. No need to let weeds overtake your beach this summer. Call Aquaside. Tell them what you're looking at. They'll, they'll help you identify your weed problem, get you the right products, and your place will look great all summer long. Call Aquaside at one 800 328-9350 or go to Aquaside.com. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Sushi. I want to start with some things before I launch. Launch into the weekend. Joe, I moved to Wisconsin about seven years ago. I still work in Minnesota. I discovered Garage Logic about two years ago and stopped listening to local talk radio. Thanks for the information and entertainment. I follow Minnesota events because it affects me at work and my income tax. I try to follow events in Wisconsin, but haven't found anything similar to what Garage Logic does for Minnesota. Does anyone on the GL team or listeners have suggestions for podcast or radio? Thank you, Tracy. No, Tracy. No. There's Garage Logic. There's nothing like Garage Logic anywhere in the country. And uh, I got news for you, Tracy. Just settle down. Uh, if there's uh, Wisconsin news that needs to be heard, you'll hear it here. Right. Right. Because we cover the world. Everything. Sort of. How does that work? Do we know? Sort of. If you, if you are employed in Minnesota, but live in, let's say, Hudson or whatever, are you then, do you still have to pay some type of Minnesota sales or income well, tax? Well, as, as Garofalo said, I wouldn't trust these people with $5. I'm sure there's a way... Well, yeah, I mean, ballplayers come here and have to pay taxes for the time they spend in Minnesota. Okay, that's what I'm wondering. I didn't know what I would the say that that is. guy has to pay taxes in Minnesota if that's where his income is earned. Okay. That's what, that would be my suspicion. Bill Stein up, on, uh, up in Aiken, the lilacs officially reach full bloom here on Cedar Lake on Wednesday, May 24th. Nice. Also, and that was cold and blustery that day. I was honored to preside at the internment of Paul and Vel Filer's ashes at St. Thomas Cemetery at Aiken. Okay. Paul Filer, who sang for us, yeah. remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read the second verse of Danny Boy in their honor. Paul always said those words would just tear your heart out. But when ye come and all the flowers are dying, if I am dead, as dead as I well may be, you'll come and find the place where I am lying and kneel and say an ave there for me. And I shall hear, though soft you tread above me, 
and all my grave will warmer, sweeter be, for you will bend and tell me that you love me, and I shall sleep in peace until you come to me. Mm. Our little group of mourners then repaired to the 40 Club to toast their memories with Irish whiskey. Good plan. You can't beat that. Yeah. Now, it is Memorial Day. <clears throat> well, wasn't that, Ricky, that's your second favorite version of Danny Boy, right? Yes. Because the first one uh, was... Um, Sung by a uh, a pair, guy that played the um, drums. It's a Memorial Day weekend. Monday is Memorial Day. Do you know the difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day? Uh, well, of course. I was reading about it. Memorial Day, we remember our fallen heroes. Mm-hmm. Veterans Day, we um, honor everybody. remember everybody. All the veterans, yeah. No, you're you're not even close. Oh, oh. oops. Well, we're all wrong then. Mem- Memorial Day is a federal holiday for remembering and honoring those who've died while serving U.S. military. I guess you were close. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Memorial Day was formerly called Decoration Day, and that was to celebrate and honor those who died in the Civil War. Oh, oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Today, Memorial Day is a time to remember all those who have died in all wars, including Vietnam, Iraq, and Afghanistan. Veterans Day is a federal holiday for honoring all those who have served in the U.S. military, both living and dead. Okay. All right. Memorial Day is just dead people. Got it. Veterans Day, you can say, how you doing? Uh, and that's observed on November 11, which is the anniversary of the armistice that ended World War One. Good timing. And Veterans Day is a time to thank veterans for their service and show our appreciation for their sacrifice. The main difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day is that Memorial Day is a day to remember those who have died in service to their country, while Veterans Day is a day to honor all those who have served regardless of whether they have died in service. And both are important holidays that allow us to express our gratitude to those who have served our country. Now, Sanibel Jim was a Vietnam guy. They didn't get the big welcome back. No, they they don't. They They really didn't. Uh, so my hat's off to Santa Bill Jim for Memorial Day. Every time I see one of those guys with the Vietnam hat, I, I give them the welcome home. Kind of a different feeling about it now, isn't there? Uh, yes, and you know what? It's really much appreciated. Yesterday, we discovered the uh, hang down your head John, John Dooley uh, bicycle law, <laughs> or whatever it was. The Idaho stop. Yeah. The Idaho stop, and in reading of that bill uh, tucked into the transportation bill, we learned that uh, Safe Routes to School yep. program got $10 million, Oh, and something called the Act, the Minnesota Active Transportation Plan got $25 million. Woo. You recall mm-hmm. that? And I said, I don't know what that is, it being my job to know what that is. Yep. I got curious. So you went looking. So I looked her up. Active transportation, uh, it falls under the rubric, I believe, of the Department of Health. Active transportation integrates physical activity into daily routines such as walking or biking to destinations, such as work, school, or a transit stop. 
How our communities are planned, designed, and built can have influence on how healthy we are. People tend to be more active where they have pleasant and safe places to do so. Sidewalks, <clears throat> crosswalks, bike paths, and lanes, as well as trees, lighting, benches, water fountains, and trash removal can make a big difference. All right. Never thought about it. So uh, active transportation can be encouraged through the following. Sidewalks, walking paths, and bike facilities. All right. Safe and, safe and convenient pedestrian street crossing. Motorist traffic calming. Okay. Yeah. Street landscaping and pedestrian level street lighting. All right. Bike racks, lockers, or other bike parking and storage facilities. Land use development patterns to locate homes, work sites, schools, stores, and other community services and amenities within reasonable walking distance and within easy access to transit. Signs that help pedestrians and bicyclists navigate their destinations. Okay. Uh, meaning, meaning what? By collaborating with statewide health improvement partnerships, cities and counties across Minnesota are working on creating master walk and bike plans. All right. Okay, they got $25 million, and I, I, I shouldn't be surprised, but it's, it, it just makes me wonder. You know, and a guy like Garofalo probably does do this. If you poured through all the 500 and 600 pages of all these bills. Oh, my God. How many hunks of $25 million could you find assigned to these efforts? And, and here's what I would say about it. There's not, uh, if I was a legislator, I would try to pass a bill, which is why I wouldn't last long as a legislator. I would try to pass a bill that says this body will author no bill whose results cannot be measured for achievement. That's, You'd eliminate you 65% of these bills. That's all right. you need. You because also <clears throat> you tell me, how are you going to monitor the $25 million of taxpayer money that will now be shipped to Minnesota Active Transportation Plan as it might be administered either through the Health Department or the Department of Transportation. That's $25 million that merely goes to providing salaries for people. There, there's, you're, you're going to be unable to tell me what you've accomplished. Well, you may, okay, you make some signs, but you're, you're not making $25 million worth of signs. And, and let's say, let, you know, there's 87 counties in Minnesota, yeah. and ostensibly they're all working with this group. And you, you could uh, reason maybe that they have this, this uh, pool of $25 million to draw on if they want to put in a sidewalk, for example. Well, let's say all 87 counties wanted to improve their sidewalks. Yep. You, you've just eaten through the $25 million in about two minutes. So we're going to need more. So you're got, not only going to need more, but basically if you're a resident of some community and they're putting in a sidewalk, chances are you're paying twice for it. You're paying the $25 million the state wrote a check to the Department of Health for, and you're going to pay whatever your uh, assessment would be or your property taxes are in your particular county to build the sidewalk because right. they didn't get their taste of the $25 million, And when they said, where is it? They said, well, that's gone. And everybody says, okay. And we don't know where it went or what it accomplished. 
nothing. Uh, th- again, uh, this this is probably true of, of many states, but I would say more particularly true in Minnesota, where we've all, all already seen horrific fraud, horrific fraud. And I, there's more to come with the family leave. Oh, act. I, that's what I was just going to mention. There's this more, is going to be a drop in the come. bucket compared to that. Because these people are all one party. They have no backgrounds that would express fiduciary responsibility. They behaved like children for the last three months, passing everything they could possibly pass and spending every nickel they could possibly spend without any regard to saving any of it. Uh, did you see? I was told this. I did not see it. Walls went on CNN last night to brag about his amazing accomplishments. <laughs> wait, wait, which were what? Whoa, Must have been wait, a quick wait. segment. <laughs> Tim, I'm hoping desperately that you'll be remembered very poorly the, for your uh, absence of leadership. The thought of, about him that came to mind when I re-listened to the Garofalo interview the other day is remember what, what Pat said to us. He said, well... He and, and others believe that Tim aspires to get back to Washington, right? Yeah, which should be a mistake for the country. Sure. But that answers our question. Don't these people see the end game? This clown's not going to care that this state's swirling down well, the, and the toilet it, bowl. It's gonna, he's going to be back in D.C. by the time it happens. Isn't it interesting to note that the Family Leave and Medical Act does not take effect until 2026. Boom. What I think Garofalo might have alluded to that. And the the people who brought it about probably won't be around. Well, hopefully they won't be around. They'll get defeated as people come to their senses, if people ever do in this state. I have my doubts about that. But it won't start until 2026, because I think these idiots are smart enough to know this is a terrible boondoggle and I don't want to be around when that's discovered. I'm not going to give them credit for being smart enough for anything. Because they have to, they're going to create a whole new bureaucracy now, 400 additional people. We got the, I can't remember what Pat said, 700 or 70 million just for the infrastructure to form the new bureaucracy. And that's before you start writing people checks. Yeah. So, uh, you go on those uh, friendly shows, Tim, and you continue to burst your buttons. You've uh, you've gone a long way to placing this state in a great, great deal of trouble. Bill Glahn had some fun at the governor's expense. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was invited to throw out the first pitch at the St. Paul Saints game. Who was? Uh, governor Walls mm-hmm. was uh, to celebrate all the success with the last session. And Bill, Bill Glahn retweeted it and said, oh, we're the... With the drag queen's not available? The drag queen nun's not that's available that night? <laughs> pretty good. Okay, so that's uh, real quickly, just hey. to answer, uh, $10 million for safe routes to school, uh, that that will disappear. That You'll have no idea how that's spent or where it was spent or if it accomplished anything. And $25 million to Minnesota's active transportation plan, which essentially says, you know, you're a lot healthier if you walk. Now, $25 bucks can buy a lot of placards, yes. a lot of signs. Yes. Uh, I, d- I doubt that that's what it will go for. Do you need a sign? It, I can get you a sign. <laughs> sign right now. God, I wish we could play that. Yeah. We can't. One day. Yeah. The <laughs> last day. Our we'll last play, last yeah, day. we'll play it right yeah. after your Kardashian <laughs> theory. <laughs> so there's, and again, if you poured through all of these bills, uh, how many of these $25 million chunks to something undefinable and unmeasurable would you find? 
To yeah. me, that's one of the biggest faults of the expanded government is that in the process of taking care of their own, meaning, for example, the hiring of 400 new bureaucrats for the family leave department, in the process of taking care of their own, they continue to devise means to create programs, or they call them programs, that are unable to be measured for their effectiveness or results. Mm -hmm. That's also a big, big problem in both cities at city government level. Uh, speaking of Glenn, I found what I was looking for. He has the two-year forecasted budget for the state, and he has it in a in a graph going back to 2012 and 2013. Mm-hmm. Are you guys aware that the spending we will have in 2024 and 2025 is more than double of what it was back in 2012 and 2013? And it's that's insane. We're either going to find that that is going to work. Or we're going to find that it's not. There's going to be no middle ground. That's either going to work or you're facing a complete financial collapse in the state. And we'll be laughed at as Governor Walls has got that nice gig in Washington. Well, he'll get a cabinet gig or do something. I don't know. Uh, But... Anyway, there's your there's hey. your twenty five mil. Happy Memorial Day. Yeah, that's a really nice sign. I'm I'm trying not to be that way today, but I I got so it's curious. hard. It's hard. I got so curious about the tw- you know what is Minnesota's active transportation plan? Well, there it is. It's sidewalks and walking and uh, calm yourself down in traffic and street landscaping and oh. and there's no way in God's earth. To determine who, what, when, or where the twenty-five million Wait, bucks went, we get all of that for the low, low price of twenty-five million. <laughs> twenty-five million, you get all of this. Okay. Wow! New lights and hedges. And Do you like lights? Bike, oh, love lights. Mm-hmm. Bike racks and lockers. You gotta have a locker in the middle of the. Love street. having a locker. I gotta put my I stuff stop somewhere. Stop at my locker. Yeah. Oh, and that'll be a sign. You know, change clothes. That'll be an easy spot to hide my drugs if yes, I got a nice locker yes. in downtown. Yeah. I'm going to come back with some good news. Are you? Yeah. How about first, though, I give the good people some advice on what to do with your water. You know, I just filled up, let's see, this morning, I used my drinking water system from Hofferman to fill up the boys' uh, drinking bottles. I'm I'm happy for you. Mine right here. (laughs) And ice cold, clean water to make coffee. Ooh, that's the best way to do it. That's right. So here's the deal. This is the busy time of the year for Hofferman Water. So get on the schedule today. Go online. Hoffermanwater.com is their website, or just give them a call directly. 952-894-4040. It doesn't matter what you might be in the market for. A water softener, a new drinking water system, or maybe an odor filtration system, they will take care of you. And that's because Connecticut and Hofferman have been taking care of the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please give them a call today. Get on that schedule and make sure that you let them know that you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. GLers love the DIY stuff that helps our engines last longer and run better. And one easy way you can keep your engine running strong, use Seafoam Motor Treatment. It'll clean your fuel system. It's also an easy way to stay ahead of preventable engine problems. Seafoam Motor Treatment, it helps engines run better and last longer. Safe and easy to use in all types of cars and trucks and engines. Just pour it in your fuel tank and 
Let Seafoam do all the work. You can pick up a can anywhere that automotive products are sold. I've seen it uh, in grocery stores of all places and bait shops. Truly a wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. Reality with a bite. The Joe Shoot Show. Easy for me to say. You would 100% agree with me uh, when I say that your furnace is so important to your home. Why would you risk anybody working on it that doesn't have experience? Well, I'll tell you, the people at Welter Heating, online at welterheating.com, have over 100 years and four generations. Furnace repairs can sneak up on homeowners, but... They have some maintenance tips on their website, like changing your furnace filter, check burner flames, vacuum burners, clean the blower, all sorts of stuff. I won't read all of them, but you can get that for free. They're giving that away on their website, welterheating.com. So if you have questions about your furnace, or maybe you're looking forward to flipping that AC switch on, because that's just around the corner. Tis the season at Welter. So make sure you trust someone like Welter Heating to work on your air conditioning or your furnace. Are you going to shut her down for a couple months? Call 612-825-6867 and request an online uh, appointment. They will come out to your house, check it all out, and you will be sitting pretty. You don't bring it to them. You do not bring your furnace to them. Right. They used to do that in the old days, right. but now that doesn't right. work anymore. Well, you people tear used to it out have more rip it out. Uh, capability of doing that. Right. They have vans. They'll come to your house. Again, 612-825-6867. Don't leave it to chance. Get in touch with Ray and Welter online at welterheating.com. I don't have the actual stats in front of me, uh, but uh, anecdotally, I'm going to say, do you realize how rare it is to have a Bluebird Memorial Day weekend? I saw... Keith they're Marler they're, often, that they're this often troublesome. Yeah, he said it's very yeah. rare that all three days are going to be glorious. I, re- I can remember a Memorial Day where there were snow flurries. Ooh. Yuck. Uh, this is supposed to be just an extraordinary uh, three or four days of weather coming up. And yeah. we, we have often had really lousy. One Memorial Day I was caught in a... Is O'Hare Airport for eight hours. Ooh. They couldn't leave there, and even if they did, they couldn't have landed in Minnesota hmm. because of storms. Do Ugh. the cities have Memorial Day parades anymore? I, 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 I don't know. Oh. Let's see if St. Paul does. I don't think so. That was always a, that was always fun when you were in the Boy Scouts to be in the Memorial Day parade. It was the kickoff to summer. I thought you told me you liked the camping the best. Well, that part was fun too. You want some good news? Yes. <laughs> Twin Cities parks are ranked among the top three in the country. Oh, but you can't oh. always have good news. You have to have a but. But equity remains an issue. Oh well, of course you, know, you have to be. Hmm. The Twin Cities can claim two of the three best park systems in the nation, according to the Trust for Public Lands annual park score rankings. It puts St. Paul's Parks second in the nation. In the nation! Nation? And Minneapolis, third. Washington, D.C. took the top spot for the third year in a row. Okay. Hmm. St. Paul came in second last year also, while Minneapolis climbed two spots from last year's fifth-place ranking. Okay. All right. 
Park Score evaluates parks in the country's 100 most populous cities based on five factors. Access, equity, <laughs> acreage, investment, and amenities. Okay. Cities can score a maximum of 100 points on the scale. St. Paul got an 80.8. 80.8. That's right. Okay. And Minnesota got an 80.4. Uh, parks representatives from both cities celebrated the rankings while acknowledging the work to be done. Oh, there's more to work to be done, huh? We are once again humbled and grateful to be named among the top city parks in the country, said St. Paul Parks and Rec Director Andy Rodriguez. This annual ranking serves as both a cause to celebrate our achievements and a reminder of the investments that are still needed to achieve equitable access to parkland and amenities within our city. Could somebody please explain to me how a park is not equitable? Yeah, I don't... Well, do they? Do they provide a reason? Well, let me see. Uh... Oh, what's this say? Minneapolis is honored once again to rank among the very best city park systems in the United States. We are especially proud of our equity-based investments in park improvements and programming, and that more than 98% of Minneapolis residents live within a 10-minute walk of a park, <laughs> said Al Bangura superintendent of the Minneapolis Park and Recreation Board. We are committed to increasing access to parks and are largely or are actively focusing on low-income neighborhoods and areas where residents identify as people of color. They, they might be white, for example, but they identify as people of color. Wait, go back a sentence. What did you say about access to parks? They're trying to get more access to the parks, particularly in low-income neighborhoods where people identify as people of color. So you could identify okay. as people of color. I, I will tell you this, uh, and my uh, history comes from St. Paul. Driving by St. Paul Parks, like on a Memorial Day weekend like this, I can tell you in whatever low-income-level neighborhood it is, uh, the people of color are you, Asians, blacks. It is. There's not a picnic table to be found. They have access. They know where it is already. Well, also, wouldn't this tell you... They're having a great time. ...that if, uh, if Minneapolis residents... 98% of Minneapolis residents live within a 10-minute walk of a park, and yet they're below... St. Paul in the ranking. Would that mean then that St. Paul might have 99% of all residents within a 10-minute walk of the park? we got a lot of parks. So what, what equity BS are you morons trying to shove down our throat now? How much does this cost? What is this costing me? <laughs> <laughs> What's the program here? The Trust for Public Land also said new research... I, I oh, could have told you this, but I guess research. you got to pay somebody to research it. New research shows cities with high park score rankings are healthier places to live. Doesn't that stand to reason? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> with residents less likely to report poor mental health and less likely likely to be physically inactive. Okay, so then St. Paul and Minneapolis, you our, our, our bureaucrats, the third rail people, they better not start lecturing us about mental health, for example. Right. We can't get much higher in the park rankings. Yes. Um, 
not to agitate you even further on the Friday before a holiday weekend. I'm not weekend. necessarily agitated. Well, I'm, you might become well, that. I just Googled equity in parks, mm-hmm. thinking that it would provide me some type of um, definition right. or something I could go to. Which study would you like me to cite on the, let's see, 10 different, <laughs> 10 different page initiative based on Google's uh, algorithms that they just gave me? I've got one from Syracuse. I've got one from Madison, uh, New York City, Des Moines. When these, when these equity idiots, <laughs> when these equity idiots start talking about equity, I'm going to drag out the, the apple tree example again. What's that? There's, there's an apple orchard, and one guy's picking apples, and he's got his stepladder right under the tree so that the apples are convenient to pick. Seems like, yeah. Okay. What creates inequity is the idiot who's not smart enough to push the ladder close to the tree uh-huh. and then get on the ladder and pick the apples. That The, in, the uh, in, inequity uh-huh. is demonstrated by a guy reaching for the apple, and he can't reach it. Because he's an idiot. Right. There's no other way to look oh, at it. He's an idiot. I'll have to play devil's advocate, as always, just to annoy you. The the people arguing against this would say the inequality comes from the other guy not having access to a ladder. Ooh. Yeah, but in my example, I've seen both <laughs> characters have a ladder. Oh, well, and you're, yeah, then you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Can I? But that wouldn't be the equivalent of what we're talking about. What kind of apples are they? Jesus, he is he's just born to torment, isn't he? Yeah. He's just born to torment. I clicked Poor on wife. one of the thousands of selections. Yeah. Can I can I just read just a paragraph? You may. This is from the Trust for Public Land website. Right. Which is TPL.org. Is it, aren't they up. the people who did this survey? Together, Joe. Just a minute. Yeah, I, I think it is. That's why I Yeah, this Trust one. for Public Land. Together, Joe. We can close the park equity gap. Outdoors for all. Because you got to have the outdoors for all. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, spending time outdoors is more than a necessity. It's for a happy, healthy life. Right. But access to parks, Joe, isn't equal. No, never is. And disparities often fall on racial and economic divides. Do you know of that's a park? Such a, that's such BS. Do you know of a park? <laughs> Do you know of a park in the Twin Cities that prohibits people of color? No. Either do I. No, in I've low, never seen any signs. And thank black, God, I'm glad we don't have Black's one. not allowed. I'm sure that existed Asians at some allowed. point. Well, that's unfortunate, but it well, doesn't well, today. Yeah, that's here's, what here's your answer. In low-income communities, communities of color in rural areas, parks are fewer, smaller, and oftentimes more crowded, Joe. They're also less maintained than parks in higher income or predominantly white communities. But it doesn't have to be this way. Together, does not have to be this way. Together, we can close the park equity gap and bring green spaces to everyone. Just below that, ladies and gentlemen, is a link. And that link is titled, Make a Donation Here. Oh, right. There here. Is I got your, your answer. Here's your donation right here. There's a full page. Park and Recreation Board, if you, if you had clicked on that, Chris, they have a full page on this very topic. Wow. Their their website with all kinds of links and everything. What 
a load of horse crap. Well, do you know there's tree inequity? Sure. Turn that up. Tree inequity. Ain't got no equity. And they're saying, we can't go there. We can't go there. We will go there. We will go there. Gonna play some softball. Gonna play some football. Gonna eat some hot dogs. Every park, I want you to, everybody listening, look around and see the Asian families and the black families that are having such a great time at the park. They're barbecuing. They are playing sports. They're chit-chatting. It's so Well, when I drive by, I yell, get out of there. What are you doing there? Get out of that park. It's too crowded. Nobody goes to this park anymore. It's too crowded. (laughs) Too crowded. (laughs) Equity in parks. Boy, that was... You know, to go outside... Maybe maybe this will be helpful uh, for people. To go outside, here's what you do. Okay. You get out of your chair, okay, and okay. you stand yep. up. You got to stand okay. up. All right. Then you go to the door. Okay. And you open the door. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people don't know that part. You don't, you don't want to walk through. You got to open it. You got to open okay. it. Got and it. you open the door. And then what? Then you step outside. So I open the door first. Open the door first. And then I step outside. Okay. And then you go outside. All right. And you know what? Suddenly, what happens? You're outside. Oh. Yeah. Suddenly, the wheels are in motion. So yeah. what if I I don't have access to the outside? Well, you that means you have no access to a door. Oh. And you're in prison. You're in the loony bin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You're in the nut house. Uh, whose it, house? By the way, nuts house. Uh, trust for public land. You ready? Yeah. Uh, I looked up their their mission and about us and all that crap. Well, they got a mission. The yeah. trust for public land is an IRS approved five hundred one c three tax exempt organization. Of course it is. All donations are tax deductible to the extent provided by law. And they provide their federal identification number. That means every red cent is, I'm sure, going directly to the people that need it most. Well, I'm glad that we have a good park system. Uh, And I'm trying to think. I'm thinking out loud now. I'm trying to think where you would consider uh, uh, socioeconomically, I'm thinking of the parks in the Twin Cities. Uh, Let's see. Uh, everywhere I think of, there's a park. There's a park in Como. Dayton's there's Bluff. A park in Phelan. There's a park in Dayton's Bluff. There's a there's parks in Highland. There's a park uh, uh, out St. Anthony Way. There's a park right over here in Denoyer. Newell. Newell's the one I'm thinking of in St. Anthony. Uh, uh, what's out Rice Street Way? There's McCarran's Lake. That is a public swimming beach. Uh, off of Dale Street at uh, um, Northdale, there's a huge park there. I don't right. know the name of it. Yeah, I'm, th- I'm, I'm picturing by it now. By Maternity of Mary. Yeah, by Dale by. and Larpenter. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, we're doing great. We're okay. And the east side, there are parks everywhere. Phelan. 
Yeah. But, I mean, there's a little uh, small, you know, they call it Hazel a park. Hazel Park. Yes. Uh, a lot of playgrounds that double as parks. Uh, yeah, it's a Phelan. That, the, I mean, uh, uh, there's a couple of Phelans. There's the Phelan out. Uh, never mind. I don't know what Como I'm Como Park. About. Look, I mean, look at that whole area is going to be just full this weekend. But I identify as a person of color. So I, I don't go to Como. I can't get in there. You, you, yeah, drive by and watch. Yeah. What a great scam. You know, we got to come up with a good scam. This All is right. a good one. Hey, just to uh, backpedal on Memorial Day. Yes. On KSTP.com, they do have Memorial Day weekend events. Yes. And all weekend, there's a traveling Vietnam War memorial called oh, I The saw Wall this. That Heals. Yeah. It's going to be at St. Thomas Academy yeah. uh, today at 2 o'clock, three-quarter scale replica of the Vietnam Veteran Memorial in D.C., available for viewing free of charge at St. Thomas Academy Monday, May 29th uh, through May 29th at 2 p.m. If you haven't seen it, I recommend it. I have seen it. I've seen the real one. And I've seen the traveling one. I wonder if is there only one traveling one or many? I can't answer that. I'll look. Because a couple of years ago we had the traveling wall at on the Capitol grounds. I remember that. There, there's another park, by the way. You could virtually consider that a park. Do we all have access to it, though? No, not if you're a person of color. Got it. Okay. No. Speaking of parks, uh, Fort Snelling is going to be open with Memorial Day stuff. What? What are you? Well, we asked what if they were you, doing. Uh, any- uh, Matamida has a Memorial Day parade. Who gives a bleep? Um, Community calendar for the weekend. The here on, I'm knocking um, Michigan, yes. doing it's, auction radio. It's, it's the noon oh. hour. Do you got something you want oh. to sell, caller? Yes, Elko. Elko is hopping this weekend. Oh, my God. He's going to do the flea Elko market. Elko flea market. Oh, I am no. very tempted to I go. I don't want to hear any more of this. I can get you a drain. I don't want to hear any more yeah, of this. Yeah, I want to get the time How about a bike? <laughs> you like the bike? Or you're going to go to oh. EcoFun Motorsports for the bike? As a guy that uh, spent his youth at every single Elko flea market it. helping grandma. It's great food. Boy, I never need to be there ever oh again. Oh, my God. We got some great stuff there over you there. You go there and you look I don't at people's hear about this. crap. Yes. I don't want to hear about I'm this. I'm taking you. Anybody selling vinyl there? Sure. I'll go hey, yes. buy some albums. Yes, you they are. should take him and videotape that. We'll get oh, a little golf cart. would last What's this minutes. for? <laughs> I, I, How this, much crap do you have? Can this possibly be true? Yes. <laughs> Fox News is reporting it, but I've read it on other news sites. Can this... And this is me attempting to be... What's the word? Normal. Foolish. Charitable. Oh, charitable. Charitable. I was close. There you go. Target Corporation. Ah, we, yes. we know there's a kerfuffle with the uh, clothing line they've put in the stores. Their stock price is just plummeting. I have an update if you need it. Yeah, I would like an update on Target uh, stock. This morning, Joe, uh, there's a gentleman by the name of uh, Benny Johnson who analyzes this very type of thing. This was posted... About two hours ago, Target stock has just collapsed to its lowest trading value in a year with no end in sight. Mm. For the first time in my life, common sense Americans are standing up for themselves. Okay, I don't need to know that part. Here's the number. Uh, It was already down 9% as of the recording of this show yesterday. It's down an additional 15.5% today. It's lost nine well, billion. You, you guys tell me if you think this can be true. It's printed, and tar- uh, uh, Fox is facing another lawsuit if this isn't true. 
Target Corporation is partnering with the K-12 Education Group, which focuses on getting districts, school districts, to adopt policies that will keep parents in the dark on their child's in-school gender transition, providing sexually explicit books to schools for free and integrating gender ideology at all levels of curriculum in public schools. Hmm. It's G-L-S-E-N. That's the acronym. I don't know what it stands for. G-L-S-E-N. Look that up, Rook. What's the acronym for? G-L-S-E-N leads the movement in creating affirming and anti-racist spaces for LGBTQIA plus 1234ZP1250 students. We are proud of 10 plus years of collaboration with GLSN, GLSEN and continue to support their mission, Target said. Target provides annual donations to GLSEN. Gay, lesbian, and straight education network, an American education organization working to end discrimination, harassment, and bullying based on sexual orientation. Founded in 1990 in Boston, Massachusetts, the organization is now headquartered in in New York City. Okay. GLSEN calls for gender ideology to be integrated into all classes, even math. It was formerly called the Gay and Lesbian Independent School Teachers Network. Okay. Even math, because if you're trans, I guess two plus two can be different, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you look at it differently. <laughs> to, be, to be integrated into all classes, even math, it provides educators instructions on how they can make math more inclusive of trans and non-binary identities by including they, them pronouns in word problems. Okay. All right. Uh, in another example, GL, GLSEN recommended that teachers intervene if students are making graphs about sex and gender to ensure it includes the ideology supported by GLSEN. When students are creating their own surveys, if they want to include data for biological sex, teachers need to be sure they include both intersex and other as choices. I won't read you the whole thing. I, my suspicion is... There's a very real possibility that I would need better context to uh, to indict Target. In other words, in other words, well, let me get to the part where they supposedly tell kids to keep it a secret. Uh, uh, well, whatever. I, I, I'm so sick of this sex stuff. Maybe the answer is Patrick Royce's fame answer, famous answer. People are horny. Lance, people are horny. <laughs> people are horny, Lance. You could ask him later on. Yes. Yes, and don't think I won't. Is it, is it plausible that Target a major publicly traded company would support a group that supposedly urges children to keep it from their parents if they decide no. to change gender. No way. No. Target would not be. See, I'm not. bending over backwards here to be careful 
with Target. Uh, I don't fear them. Uh, I don't fear them. They're not a client of ours. I don't have, but they're a long-standing uh, Minnesota company that has meant a great deal. Is part of it to also Minnesota. that you, It's part of it also that you want to believe that they would at least have that. I, I yes, I want to believe that Target would not yeah. participate in Me such too. a thing. Me too. However, but they they might have showed their colors rushing to include all of these these clothing lines that and this word troubles me to honor uh, gay, transgender, LB. What's to honor? They've had those for five years. Well, that's, what's to honor, though? I thought the goal was, if you're trans or in that LGBT alphabet soup, I thought the goal was to be just to treat like everybody blend else. In. Then why in God's name do you need honoring? And I think the part of the outrage that people are having is... And Target's comeback was, well, this is just for adult clothing, which was proven categorically false because there's mannequins that people are pointing out all throughout their stores that had toddler-sized mannequins posing with this clothing. With clothing that celebrated Pride, Pride and, Week. Right. Pride. But, th- but, but none of the none of the stuff that, for instance, Fox was saying with the swimsuits with the extra material, nothing like that for kids. I saw one that did, though, John, a mannequin that did have the, the, the gender, what, what, what were we calling it yesterday? I'm not celebrating you any more than you need to celebrate <laughs> me. There's nothing to honor. And you just want to be left alone. Here it says, to date, Target has donated at least $2.1 million to GLSEN, which offers districts and students guidance on how to hide gender transitions from parents. For example, its policy for districts said, the local education agency shall ensure that all personally identifiable and medical information relating to transgender and non-binary students is kept confidential. Staff or educators shall not disclose any information that may reveal a student's gender identity to others, including parents or guardian. This disclosure must be discussed with the student prior to any action. Parents on the left and right have expressed outrage over the school's policies and practices to keep their child's gender transition a secret. In some cases, schools will actively deceive parents. Now we go on to learn about a teacher in California, a Christian teacher who lost her gig. And uh, By Fox standard, it's a long, it's a long story. Uh, when a school student, uh, a Colorado school district used the support plan from GLSEN to, to implement a methodical system in place to keep parents in the dark on their children's uh, gender transition, according to documents reviewed by Fox News Digital. And there are listeners out there that are euphorians will saying, well, sure, that's Fox News. Right. Okay, yeah, but no one else is going to cover this because it's part of the template to support this in traditional news-gathering institutions. And two, wouldn't be Fox setting themselves up for a big lawsuit filed by Target if this was true? Yes. I mean, if this wasn't true? Yes. When a student elects to transition during the school year, the school should schedule a meeting with the student and parents and guardian, providing they're involved in the process to ascertain their desires and concerns. Well, that seems to, that's in Colorado. 
Target has faced a backlash for its merchandise, compelling it to move their collection away from the front of the locations. Uh, Target Pride Month partner GLSEN also seeks to ensure districts allow biological males to compete in women's sports, which the majority of Americans overwhelmingly do not support, and that's including me. I think it's really unfair to a high school girl, swimmer or track runner or whatever, to lose to some beefy geek that gets up there and says, I'm a girl. No, you're not. (laughs) Anyway, Target, uh, you really, really, if this is true... You really, your 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 image is suffering incalculable losses, and it'll continue. It'll be one thing if Target says, "Yeah, we support uh, gender transitioning among kids if their parents are involved from step one. We'll donate money to this group. There, we find them to be helpful. That'd be one thing. But if they're donating money to a group that that uh, advocates advocates, you're still using that word wrong. You never went and changed it Ooh, in, yeah. in your ad. That advocates for uh, <laughs> a secrecy. Well, they're foolish to do that. They're foolish. I hope Memorial Day weekend uh, is uh, goes pleasantly for you. I hope it's not a time of uh, oh sadness and. An anxiety brought about by the death of a loved one, but if it is, I've got a guy. You I got a guy. You know, I even have funeral guys. You gotta, yeah, you know, yeah. it's Mueller. Mueller Memorials. Uh, I've known the family for years. There, three generations over seventy-five years have been serving families with uh, absolute reason and uh, calmness. They take care of difficult details. They'll help you create an event that honors your loved one and brings families together to celebrate. A life well lived. They do this in unique ways. They'll talk to you about it. They, they're uh, they're at the cutting edge edge of changing the way people yeah. sign off on a loved one. Don't always have to be tears. It's not fun, right? You don't want to think about it, but once you learn more about it, it's not so fraught with dread. And uh, Scott Mueller's a personal friend of mine. He's written a book called "What to Know Before You Go." That's free if copies are still available, free to GLers. You go to MuellerMemorial.com slash GL to request that while supplies last. Uh, they'll answer all your questions about planning funerals and cremation services. Uh, they're the best. Uh, it sounds crude to say best in the business, but that's what they are. Somebody has to be. They're the best in yeah. the business. Go to MuellerMemorial.com. If you want the best lawn in the block, you've obviously got to go with ProfessionalTurf.com. They've been doing it since 82. And if you're looking to maximize your outdoor living space this summer, ProTurf has that covered too. ProTurf's landscaping division will work with you to design your landscape project using digital photography and imaging software so you can see how it'll look in full color before the work even starts. ProTurf specializes in the installation of, well, everything landscaping related trees shrubs perennials rock sod plus they can do concrete pavers or natural stone patios fire pits retaining walls you name it pro turf can get it done for you the best lawn in the neighborhood and amazing outdoor environments you can see all of their work at professionalturf.com. KNL Surplus and Ammo is your one-stop shop for all firearms-related products for over 25 years. 
Why? Pricing. K&L Surplus and Ammo offers some of the best prices in the region. You might find a good sale at a big box store, but K&L always has great pricing. And unlike a lot of other stores, K&L always includes tax in the listed price. K&L Surplus and Ammo is veteran-owned and offers first responder and veteran discounts. K&L is also committed to safety and a licensed FFL retailer. Find out for yourself why K&L Surplus and Ammo has been the choice of gun owners for over 25 years. KLGunStore.com. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. I think I hit the post. I think you did a very, very good job, and I would like to reward you with praise. Well, what a crazy segue. That's what Minnesota Masonic Charities are doing, mnmasoniccharities.org. They are praising people with their wonderful, wonderful scholarship program. I'll give you a little snippet here. Abigail Mulcahy, a senior at Maple Grove High School, nominated her classmate, Adela Mulwarman, for a Masonic Charities Selfless Scholarship. Abigail was inspired by Adela's kindness and compassion for students who were feeling disconnected during the COVID lockdowns. She created a book club called On the Same Page, while the club was organized to share thoughts about a variety of books, its primary goal was to connect people in a meaningful way. As a result, some wonderful friendships have grown from that club. That's just an example of what Minnesota Masonic Charities are doing with their wonderful, wonderful selfless scholarship program. If you want to learn about it and be part of it for next year, go to mnmasoniccharities.org. That's mnmasoniccharities.org. Congratulations to Adela and Abigail from Garage Lodge. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This update brought to you by ProfessionalTurf.com. A fight at Washburn High School in Minneapolis last night led to a stabbing and shots being fired. Police officers got a 911 call about a large fight inside the auditorium of Washburn at around 7.55, according to Chief Brian O'Hara. Officers found a 17-year-old who had been stabbed in the back. Mm -hmm. His wounds were non-life-threatening. He was taken to the hospital. As more law enforcement got to the school, bystanders pointed out suspects involved in the fight. Police said a 15-year-old was later brought to the hospital with a potentially life-threatening injury sustained in the fight. An officer began chasing suspects, and when he turned a corner, he heard gunfire, saw a muzzle flash, according to police. Ooh. Three shell casings were later recovered at the intersection. Multiple officers began chasing those teens. 16-year-old who fired the gun was arrested, and a Glock handgun with a 50-round drum magazine was recovered. A 17-year-old who was running with the other team was detained. Officers are determined uh, determining whether or not to book him into custody. The police believe the stabbing suspect is still at large. What high school was this, John? Washburn. 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 Yep. Do you know what the cause of the fight was about? That's near a park. That's kind of near the parkway. It was about park equity. Was it? That's what the that's but what. But see, the parkway is near there, but you can't go on the parkway if you're a person of color. Right. Uh, Maybe that's what they're fighting about. Right. Governor Tim Walz has vetoed a bill that would have required pay increases and offered more legal protection for rideshare drivers in Minnesota. Late yesterday, Governor Walz announced he has vetoed the bill, which was passed on the final weekend of the legislative session. Governor also signed an executive order that calls for a working group of drivers, riders, rideshare companies, and other stakeholders to study the issue and provide recommendations for a rideshare bill next year. Additionally, the governor's order will require the Minnesota Department of Labor and Industry to study data regarding the working conditions of rideshare drivers in the state and how potential changes to the law could impact access and cost for riders. All this action came just hours after popular rideshare service Uber threatened to stop operating entirely outside of the Twin Cities metro area starting August 1st if the governor signed the bill. 
Before it was officially approved by lawmakers, Uber had urged its followers to tell lawmakers to oppose the bill, which set minimum compensation rates, the ability to be reinstated after deactivation, and more legal rights for drivers. Thursday afternoon, the company said it would pull its service from Greater Minnesota if the governor signed the bill, adding it would also only offer premium service in the metro to match the premium prices required by the bill. This is going to backfire on him with all the uh, the Uber drivers that oh, probably already noted for him. It, it already is to the point where there's people that are saying, you know, he's choosing uh, the, the... He c- took a corporation, corporation over the people. And I'm thinking, these people just have no concept of how business works you at all. You know what, Walls, I got news for you. Uh, losing Uber is going to be the least of your problems in the next year. Hmm. I don't know. I got a I got a kid of an age that would be very annoyed if Uber was lost. Him and his friends, right? Yeah, but if, if 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 Uber got lost, that would be the least of Walz's problems. <laughs> Nation's highest court has sided with a Minnesota woman in her property rights battle against Hennepin County. Yesterday, the Supreme Court unanimously ruling that the county illegally kept more money than it should have when it sold 94-year-old Geraldine Tyler's one-bedroom condo in Minneapolis over unpaid taxes. Outright thievery. Mm-hmm. Back in 2010, Tyler moved from her condo and stopped paying taxes on it. After penalties, interest, and other costs, the tax debt rose to 15 grand. Now, to collect that debt, the county foreclosed on her condo and sold it for $40,000. However, because Martin's debt was only $15,000, her attorneys argued the counties should have paid her $25,000. That remained from the sale after her debt was paid. Well, a district court dismissed her lawsuit, but then the Supreme Court notified Martin and her attorneys that it would hear her case against the county, which it did last month. Hennepin County argued that Martin gave up her rights to the property and that excess money from the sale because she abandoned the uh, condo. However, the justices rejected that argument, saying abandonment requires the surrender or relinquishment or disclaimer of all rights in the property. The court also noted many other parts of Minnesota laws entitle a property owner to a surplus in excess of a debt, such as if a bank forecloses and sells a home. The justices said the county and state shouldn't be able to keep a surplus when the law requires everyone else to give it back to the property owner. We should thank God for the courts that keep us looking vaguely like the United States. There was another great ruling yesterday where the Supreme Court ruled against the EPA in terms of how water water is defined, how uh, wetlands are defined. There was a case brought by Michael and Chantel Sackett. Uh, they've been trying to build a house for 16 years in uh, Utah, but the EPA said, no, your, your dry property is actually wet. Your dry property huh? is actually a wetland. Mm. And uh, the Clean Water Act authorizes EPA to regulate only navigable waters. But what the EPA has been getting away with, along with the, uh, uh, the Army Corps of Engineers, is, is declaring, you know, puddles and spongy lawns right. and, and all of it to control pesticide application and whatnot. Anyway, the Supreme Court came along and said, no, no, you have to, you have to limit your uh, oversight to navigable waters, not these real or imagined creeks that sometimes develop when it rains. So there you go. Ray of hope. Yep. 
The Star Tribune reporting the rate of suicide in Minnesota rose last year to near its previous high, marking a second consecutive year of increases after a dip at the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. Deaths by suicide increased by about 3% from, 19, er, from 2021 to 2022, with 835 deaths last year, according to the Department of Health. Suicide deaths last year occurred at a rate of 14.3 per 100,000 people, which was near the previous high rate of 14.4 in the year 2019. During the past two decades, the number of suicides in Minnesota has mirrored a national pattern of steady increases. Figures for 2021 are final, while last year's numbers still are listed as preliminary. Ecolab is making a bet that automation will be a growing market in fast food restaurants. The St. Paul-based maker of sanitation products is now an investor in Miso Robotics, a company that makes robots for fast food restaurants. At mm. time when fast food restaurants... I uh, was at a restaurant two weeks ago and my food was delivered by a robot. I don't it like was it. Not a, I would have it was gotten not a, up and left. It was not a fast food restaurant. It was an Asian restaurant up here. Very nice. Were you in Asia? There. Were you across the pond? That we didn't no, know? This is in Coon Rapids. Oh, Coon Rapids. Would this have been and, something uh, your dad would have added to the uh, list? They got robots. They're wearing hats in their restaurant, and yeah. they got robots serving. I think he would have, yeah. Okay. Well, you guys <laughs> realize what this is in direct response to. I, I don't. Labor? Story. Oh. Lack of labor? What's <laughs> labor costs? Or yeah. lack of people... Working. Why do we let As, John do the news? Let us let John do the news. We will be a robot ourselves. As Chris said, we're uh, proceed. Restaurants are having trouble fully staffing their operations. Companies say the miso robots are designed to alleviate the workload in the kitchens by taking over some of the most repetitive tasks, like managing beverages. Miso's signature product is Flippy an autonomous robotic kitchen assistant that makes French fries and other fried items. Miso already has raised over $40 million, mostly from crowdfunding. While Ecolab would not say how much it invested, the company said the funds and Ecolab's long history providing cleaning and sanitation products to the hospitality industry will help Miso finish up with other startup companies in the field and get more money that way. Some of Ecolab's products are incorporated into automation as well. Hello, Joe. My name is Flippy. What are your plans for the weekend? <laughs> well, it's worse than that. It's come to this industry, too. Stop. No, stop. <laughs> President Biden. Do you want to be played, replaced by a robot sidekick? He's yeah. keeping up. President Biden's bid for a second term begins with an advantage over all declared opponents for the Democratic nomination, but he faces, uh, well, let's call him strong headwinds among the overall public from declining favorability and a widespread view that his reelection would be more negative than positive for the country. All of this according to a new CNN poll conducted by SSRS. Just a third of Americans say that Biden winning in 2024 would be a step forward for the country. At the same time, the survey finds a decline in favorable views of Biden over the past six months from 42% in December to 35% now. And results from the same poll released earlier this week showed Biden's approval rating for handling the presidency at 40%, among the lowest for any first-term president since Dwight Eisenhower at this point in their term. Within his own party, 60% of Democratic and Democratic-leaning voters say they would back Biden. For the top of next year's Democratic ticket, 20% favor activist and lawyer Robert F. Kennedy Jr., 8% back author Marianne Williamson, and another 8% say they would support an unnamed 
someone else. The poll suggests Biden would likely win the support of the vast majority of Democratic-aligned voters if he were the Democratic nominee. Kamala has no shot, does she? No, she's oh. just running as God VP. help me. I had to move. Wow. That but, I would move. On the Republican side, well, let's start with this. Let's not. Prices. Nope, 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 nope. And they go down. On the Republican side, more than 150 former Trump administration officials are now backing Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's endeavors to become the Republican Party's 2024 nominee. A source is familiar with the coalition, officially known as the Eight-Year Alliance, confirmed the list is rapidly growing, and that the initial number of more than 100 former Trump administration officials supporting DeSantis has gone past 150 this past week. The White House and congressional Republicans today aiming to put the final touches on a deal to raise the U.S. government's $31.4 trillion debt ceiling for two years while capping spending on everything but military and veterans, according to a U.S. official. Negotiators for Democratic President Biden and House of Representatives Speaker Kevin McCarthy appear to be nearing the deal as the two sides reached agreement on key issues. Uh, such as spending caps and funding for the Internal Revenue Service. There are some items, though, that include work requirements for recipients of federal aid and still holding up the deal. A failure by Congress to raise its self-imposed debt ceiling in the coming week could trigger a default that would shake financial markets and send the U.S. into a recession. In acting death, a fellow, and no disrespect meant here, but I thought he was already dead. Oh. Ed Ames. Remember Ed Ames? Yeah. Member of the Ames Brothers Singing Quartet, who starred in the TV series Daniel Boone in the 1960s, died in his home this week in Los Angeles. He was 95. He and his brothers, Vic, Joe, and Gene, had a number of hits with uh, different songs, and Ed had some hits in the 60s, too. He then launched an acting career. Uh, he was in a bunch of movies, and also, if you remember, played, if you're old enough, Mingo in the television series Daniel Boone. Didn't he the throw best- the hatchet on the Tonight yeah. Show? Yeah, you guys caught a guy right get, in the swimsuit area. Really? Yeah. You guys Ooh. keep getting ahead of me, man. I'm sorry. He, best, he became known for his. You guys are turning into Patrick. Oh, yes, yes we are. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about the hatchet. He became known for his skill in throwing a tomahawk from playing the character of Mingo. And on The Tonight Show in 1965, he demonstrated his skill for Johnny Carson on a wood panel with the outline of a cowboy. Ames hit the figure. Squarely in the uh, in the swimsuit area. Yep. At that point, Carson ad libbed, "I didn't even know you were Jewish." <laughs> wow! <laughs> yes. Carson, yes. Carson, al- Carson also added. Hatchet. Carson also added, "Welcome to the frontier, Briss." The saucy response caused the studio audience to laugh for four minutes. That's been reported to be the longest laughed by uh, laugh by a studio audience in television. What's history. frontier, Briss? Uh, okay. Isn't a bris where you, uh, well, I, I'm not Jewish. I guess I shouldn't speak. I don't know what a bris is. Yes. Well, let's, we that, will verify. Why don't you guys look that up while I do another story? Yeah. B-R-I-S. B-R-I-S. Yeah. Uh, also, a, a musician death. Obscure. Uh, sort of, I guess. I don't know. Jazz bassist Bill Lee. The minute I saw this in the paper today, I knew John would have this. This is yeah. the Jewish ceremony of circumcision. Bris. Yeah, so they well, call okay. it. Yes, how was your bris? Well, they had a party after. It hurt. <laughs> yeah. What does that what does a job like that pay? One hundred thousand dollars a year plus tips. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Lee, jazz bassist and composer of Scorby. <laughs> Scored the and all the tips 40. you can carry. 
or the early films of his son. Yeah, I don't even know that. I, I Thank you, Chris. That. Thank you for that yeah. giant oh, softball. You know, I love you. You should be. <laughs> no, you, sh- you need to see a shrink about something. Yes. Tips is a recurring. Uh, Thought of oh, yours. Here we go. Back when we did the leper thing, you were you know, all about tips. Tips, yes. Fingertips. Then Kenny interviewed a guy who uh, was right. was yeah. taken onto a spaceship, and there was buckets of buckets of that tips. Was, that was nips. No, those were nips. Oh, yeah, same nips. thing. Yeah. Okay. Tips, nips. No, yeah. they're vastly different. Well, I guess. Well, yeah, they both hurt. That explains a lot about what but I read you, about Joe. You got a lot a of fixation. Uh, you got a lot of worries about tips of things. Yes. What you need to know. <laughs> what is a bris with pictures? <laughs> Publicpeople.org. No, thank you. Oh my God. Anyway. Okay, hey. John. Phil Bill Lee, jazz bassist and composer who scored the early films for his son Spike Lee. Wrote folk jazz operas, led an acclaimed ensemble of bassists, and was a prolific sideband for the likes of Bob Dylan, Aretha Franklin, and others. Died at his home Wednesday. He was 94. Over six decades and thousands. You know the best part about that is someone is going to actually email us to tell us how much a person like that actually makes. Yes, somebody will do that. Somebody is going to find that information and send it to us. And today in the (laughs) newspaper Jewish Connection, the feature today is... Is Bernie's Briss <laughs> performed well, by Rabbi Shapiro? Well, I was going to say, uh, not to show my ignorance, uh, uh, Joe asked what a Briss was. I thought I knew, but I didn't want to say. But now, doesn't the rabbi perform the circumcision? You would think. I would I'm hope not so. Turn it over you to are a qualified individual, right? <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> what was the Did great Saturday Night Live bit where Ackroyd? They were in a car. Oh, it was a car ad. And it was, uh, they were showing you how uh, oh. great the suspension oh, yeah. was by performing <laughs> That's a right. circumcision yeah. in the back seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, back to Bill Lee anyway. Oh, yeah. Uh, he accompanied the likes of Duke Ellington, Arlo Guthrie, Odadis, Simon and Garfunkel, Harry oh. Belafonte, Bob Dylan, Judy Collins, Tom Paxson, Peter, Paul, and Mary, and many more. He also wrote the soundtracks for Spike Lee's first four feature films. Also had a small part in all of them except Do the Right Thing. Uh, Bill Lee also scored an early Spike Lee short, Joe's Bed-Stuy Barbershop, the first student film to be showcased at Lincoln Center's New Director's Film Festival in 1983. Come to Billy's Briss Celebration. Mm-hmm. Then we will go to Baker Square. Well, serious, serious <laughs> question. Serious question. Yes. Is that a Jewish celebration on that occasion? It's a religious. It's a religious. Right, but I don't right. think you party. Here, oh, I think you might have some uh, sandwiches. Maybe know. some Rubens. We, we sound like the four dumbest human it's beings right. on earth. Right and now. I grew up next door. To, we had Jews all over. Well, when a kid gets baptized, there's usually a function. Yes, you know, that's uh, true. Yeah, you have a little get true. together. Yeah, um, a little knipper. According. Yeah. According to carriageboutique.com, there is a brisk Carriage. ceremony. Right. Um, well, yeah, it's also, yeah, we knew that. I'm, I'm getting to that. It's <laughs> also called a Brit Milah is the ceremony during which a Jewish baby boy is circumcised. Okay. It's an important and festive event in Jewish communities well, accompanied by festive meals there and are. celebrations. There okay. So having the right outfit is a vital part of the day. Key. Where did hmm. the outfit part come from? Well, you go to Target. Oh. 
So everybody has a pretty good day except the baby. Right. Is what you're right. The baby is handed to the sandek, which is the name given to the person who holds the baby during the circumcision. All right. This is often one of the baby's grandfathers. I wouldn't want that job. But no, I wouldn't. If you're shaky. Well, no, but the poor baby might squirm. And All right. When the baby arrives, the mahal, a professionally, specially trained in circumcision, welcomes him with the word Baruch Haba. This means blessed is the one who has arrived. Wonderful. Yeah, it sounds like a, I mean, a great ceremony. I think so. Huh. And a West Virginia what man. What does that job pay? <laughs> it was usually a grandparent. Oh, okay? I see. I oh. see. So you, don't, you just do it voluntarily. That's right. Got it. Yeah, this is a, I'm glad I, you know, I, know. I, I, I didn't know. know what was going on when I was a kid. Yeah. Wow. Are you, West Virginia are you uh, circumcised? Please, the clamp. Please, may I have the clamp? Uh, hey, how about we... Is it a C-clamp? You want a break here, Chris? Yeah. Is that what you're going to say? Big C-clamp. Actually, yeah. unfortunately, yes. I have to switch gears over to our friends at Mosquito Shield. Go! Okay. Good, good we luck, We were just Chris. talking about that last night sitting on the deck. I don't want. Have you not called? We're having a graduation party for well, my son. Get I don't on want the schedule. Here. Yes. You got to get on the come. schedule. I can't go. Yeah, you're in. <laughs> don't worry. You just make your donation. You don't need to be there. Whatever day it is, he's just busy. Send, send the card. It's officially <laughs> mosquito season, so call the best. It's Ray and Mike, a couple of GLers, and they own and operate two franchises here in the Twin Cities. Getting rid of mosquitoes and ticks is their expertise. Here's the deal. They use a proprietary blend that's specifically formulated to rid your yard of mosquitoes and ticks. And it was invented by the founder of Mosquito Shield. It's used exclusively by the company. You cannot go buy this stuff on the shelf. They're going to take great care of you and your yard. They come out every 10 to 17 days for an application. And they do so until the mosquitoes and ticks go dormant. They also stand behind their work, too. If for any reason that you need them in between applications, they will do an additional service call at application. Absolutely no charge. It's because they want you to decide when it's time to go inside, not the mosquitoes and the ticks. So go to their website, moshield.com. That's moshield.com. Just enter your zip code or give Kelsey and Mike a call today at 612-619-1556. You mentioned GL and you, yes, you are going to get $50 off your service. Let's talk to Patrick. For the past 165 years, Minnesotans have been enjoying all this great state has to offer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, did you know Minnesota spans more than 86,000 square miles? It's great. We can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, and adventures. With so many options, it got us thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their home and auto insurance options? Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with just one agent who only has one company. At the Canopy Group, we offer you 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 40 professional agents. So as your needs change, we have options that continue to provide you with the best coverage for the best price. You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes, and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanopygroup.com or call 800-967-3389 and get your insurance insurance options today.
Proud to be celebrating 52 years as a family-owned and operated multi-line dealer, Moon Motorsports offers motorcycles to ATVs, side-by-sides to snowmobiles, with the largest inventory in the region, featuring 11 brands, Honda, Polaris, Yamaha, Can-Am, KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas, BMW, Triumph, Ducati, and Skidoo. Stop by our large dealership off 94 in Monticello and tell our Power Sports Outfitters about your riding needs. We want to get you ride ready. Moonmotorsports.com. I gotta leave at 1.30. What a night for a ball game. Oh, my goodness. Yes, it is a beautiful day. I just got outside for the first time five minutes ago, though. I was hacking away on something. So I don't think I'll go tonight, but I'll be there tomorrow. Your voice sounds totally recovered. I think I'm uh, I think I'm cured. I only get about one coughing spell every other day, so that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I bounce back. This didn't last as long as some of them did. Some of them were a month long. Or yeah. So that's only a couple of weeks, so. My Vegas, uh, my Vegas Golden Knights lost last night. Yes, so that gives the Florida Panthers a nut. Although they would have had the same rest anyway, because they, what uh, they have a, they have, they're like the NBA. They have a set starting date for the finals, right? Yeah, and what am I to make of the Celtics? Are they going to roar all the way back? Well, I would think that uh, if uh, Miami goes to the locker room trailing at halftime uh, in the next game, there might be a little pucker factor coming up. But uh, you know, they still got the they they got the home court this time, and uh, Boston had actually had like lost five of their last seven home games or something before last night. But uh, they got uh, that Tatum's as good as anybody, and. Um, Maybe Jimmy's running out of a little fire, but I I don't know. I guess I'd still like Miami to win Game Six. I think the coaching is still a mismatch in that series. So yeah, we learned that Brooks Kepka is a big fan of the uh, Heat and the uh, Panthers. Oh really? Yeah, he He's shows up at all those games. Well, I suppose he can show up now in public and take a bow, and nobody nobody blames him. So. Right. Uh, uh, this guy here, I'm illegally on a cart path here. So, uh, <laughs> I just, I wanted to get up on a hill here so you could hear me for sure. So, uh, are you in a golf I, cart? No, I was driving and I've stopped at the little league field here. And then there was a little path up here to get on top of the hill. So I drove up it, even though it said no motorized vehicles. <laughs> Nobody here. What the hell did I drove up here, rode over a couple second basemen, and uh, now I'm at the top of the hill. <laughs> no, we we paid you know, like a million dollars for this property here to have a little league field in Golden Valley when they they sold out. Uh, you know, it's because Honeywell always supported it and financed it, and the new owner said, "We're going to sell that property if you don't give us a million bucks." So we had to pay it, the tax. The taxpayers had to pay for the little league field here. I should at least be able to park up here for a million bucks. I think so. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Are you taking a Roycey walk? I am uh, going to get some Memorial Day weekend vittles. Okay. Got to go to the ham store to get ham. They'll get loaded up for the weekend for the ham you can't just go get ham. You no. got to go to the ham store. Well, you, or you go to Grunhofer's. Yeah. yeah. 
That's a, quite of a drive for me, though, until they get, uh, you know, Hugo's about as far away from Golden Valley as you can get in Twin Cities, right? Well, it's out there, but it's it's fine. Uh, yeah, so you're going to be cooking, and you want to get the vittles. Uh, well, actually, you get the you get the sliced ham. Yeah, cold, great sliced ham, and then you just make sandwiches for three days. <laughs> you don't have to cook anything. Yeah, beautiful. My wife, who's really strange, is anti-potato salad. Oh, really? I can't go out and get a big vat of potato salad. Uh, Barley's has good potato salad. There's a little grocery store down the block from us that has good potato salad, but I only got to get enough for me. She don't want any. I'm a, I'm a, a, a potato salad snob. I am, too. Yeah. Uh, are they? Oh, yeah, it has to be good. It can't, they can't just swap it together. That's well, the pool gets some use, won't it? Oh, yeah, I was in yesterday. I made my uh, early dip this year. I was in yesterday. We have a mama and a daddy duck yeah. that must have already laid eggs around here because they are very hard to discourage. Yeah. <laughs> you can come out, you can belly flop them, they'll get up and fly away, but uh, they'll come back about three uh, three minutes later. They're not flying very far away. They must have. We used to get them years, a year and year, year in, year out. We hadn't had any in a while, but uh, we got a we got a couple there that they're they're in for the summer, which is nice. Except if they didn't just crap all the time on the side of the pool. That's, right, that's, right, you know, right. They got to clean, got to clean off their crap. If they clean up their own crap, I wouldn't mind it. But they don't. You know, they just leave it there. You, know? <laughs> you gotta leave them a mop in a bucket then. You got Toronto in town. Is the AL East the best division in baseball? Oh, my God, yes. Toronto yeah. and not, the Twins basically have the same record. Same record. Toronto's first, last. Yep. We're first, they're last. But they are very disappointed. They have a five established starting pitchers, including Barrios, and they have this the top of their lineup. The first five guys are, like, great. And yet they're uh, they they lost nine out of eleven going into they got twenty runs in Tampa on what Tuesday and then the next two games they get beat by Tampa and they're uh, they are a disappointment to everybody they were I think they were the the betting favorites to win the East uh, over the Yankees and uh, now I don't know who's betting Baltimore is unbelievable Baltimore is unbelievable yeah uh, so is uh, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa. Oh, yeah. Well, Tampa's a given. They're the, they're incredible. But Baltimore's. I think doesn't Baltimore have the second best record in the American League? I think they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. They've only had about what here, Johnny? About a ten-year slump. <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time, man. It's been awful. I don't think they won. I think they went three years without winning sixty games. Oof. Oh, jeez. Which, uh, which is not good. So, uh, but they. Uh, I saw the guy pitch that the Twins had for three games last year, that Cano. Cano, yeah. Lopez. He got him out in the ninth last night, and he get, he walked his first batter of the season. <laughs> uh, and uh, they changed, I heard they changed his arm angle. We didn't change his arm angle. We should have <laughs> changed his arm angle. Because he's, uh, you know, he's, he's part of the best bullpen and baseball and with the twins they kept him for three games and said go away you stink is buxton gonna play has buxton played in the field yet no he will not 
He will not. Isn't that a shame? I'm all in. Let him run around. Who cares? You got a good center fielder the way it is. All right. The bigger concern is, are we going to see Carlos Correa before August 1st? What did he Uh, hurt? It it depends upon if this is real plantar fasciitis or if they're just throwing it out there. That's a sore foot. That's a sore foot, except it can be a very sore foot. You know, plantar fasciitis was invented in the Twin Cities. Michael Williams, Michael right? Williams. Yep. Michael Williams, the point guard. We never heard of it. Is that the warts on your heel? No. It's when they just stretch. It stretches out the, the tendon. It holds the, holds the heel and the toes together. Uh, that thing gets all stretched out and uh, can be very painful. Joe, there. you're thinking of gout. That's what you're no, thinking of. No, no, no. I'm thinking of. Uh, what the hell is it called? Plantar's foot? wart? Plantar fasciitis? Plantar's warts. Plantar fasciitis? That's, no, what, no, that's, no, that's what we're talking about. Rook, are you listening to the I'm, show? Uh, <laughs> you know that I have never had gout in my life. It must be my good dietary habits. I think so. <laughs> I've never had it either. I don't even know what it is. Ever having gout. Is that where well, your leg swells up? <laughs> Everything hurts. When you got it. Oh. Welcome to Medical Corner, listeners. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> I'm hearing the uh, medical. Uh, what's yeah. that? Uh, medical? If I'd only had seven, eight years more college, I could have been a doctor. You know. So <laughs> it's, it's, uh, yeah, not, I'm not a. I'm not a medical expert. That's for sure. Well, lad, we'll probably see you Monday. Are, are you no, holiday. Oh, we're not working Memorial Monday. Day. I forgot it was Memorial Day. Monday night sports suck on Tuesday? a Tuesday. Yes. I might come in Tuesday. Okay. Uh, well, uh, we can do a, a Tuesday version of Monday. No, no. There'd be, uh, there would, there'd be a tea issue. Oh, you see. <laughs> no, oh, here's what happens. Okay. Monday night you sports know? suck just goes to the next week. Yeah, I think it probably does. It's yeah, just, uh, that's all that happens. You get to go to that hallway yeah. then and tell them. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Okay, all right. We got, a, we, got a, we got a problem. Okay, goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Are you sure he's not in the medical community? That's a tough word. We haven't had many roofers join us on Garage Logic, but Pete is with us from Hire a Pro, and he wants to explain to you how they do what they do. Hey, Joe. In the end, I got tired of door knockers, and, you know, the profits on residential roofing are obscene. I came up with a better way to get it done. At Hire a Pro, we help the homeowner get their roof replaced from their insurance proceeds so that they can earn what a roofing company normally would in profits instead. Yeah, but I thought I thought it works like this. The homeowner isn't supposed to make money on their insurance claim. So let me ask you this. When it hails on the roof of somebody who owns a roofing company, do you think the insurance company is making them find another company to do the job? Uh, no. That's right. It's legal to make money on it, but it's illegal for a contractor to pay you for the job. Most people just don't know a crew. They don't know what materials to get. We take care of all of that for them so that they can earn like a roofing company would, replacing their own roof. So look, if insurance has approved your roof replacement, give these guys a call at 651-402-3400. That's 651-402-3400. Or visit them online at hireadot.com. Pro. That's higher, uh, and then put the dot there, pro. 
Not a Garage Logic town council member. Here's what you're missing. It was an alien show. Skin something. Skinwalkers Ranch. Yeah, is that fake? No, that's a real place. I'm purposely avoiding it because the experts are calling BS. I yeah. watched it yesterday. I think it's a bunch of hogwash. Lots of weird stuff happened there, man. Well, but that's the, they go up in the chopper and there's an electromagnetic. It's throwing the chopper around. It, I thought it was bull****. We're live on the town council. I still thought it was. Okay. <laughs> Go behind the scenes of Garage Logic with unfiltered audio and video access, invites to exclusive events, an emailed newsletter from the mayor himself, and more by signing up at garagelogic.com. Now, what do you click on? Uh, go down to Minnesota Live. You go down the page here. The picture of Megan Hager. Not on here. Yeah, there is on their cover page. GLers, John and Joe are currently discussing how to watch John's video clip, and you can find that on the Minnesota Live show page, but I will also provide a link to the Garage Logic website at garagelogic.com. Oh, yes. And thanks to uh, Carrie and uh, photographer Bill for not making me look too much like a dork. I appreciate that. I'm just glad they made it to your house before they you know, drowned in your basement. Before, the, yeah, they would have had problems if it was this week. Only because they come to us all the way from the from for the the villages in Florida, f, f, <laughs> Ferdinand, the bull. You ever seen that movie? What? It's a good one, Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Yeah, it's a good one. From the traveling Lymans, it's on this day in 1780. Uh, 526. After allying with the British during the Revolutionary War, the, the Dakota leader Wabashaw led 200 Dakota in an attack on Spanish positions in St. Louis. Hmm. Wow. On this day in 1861. Joe, today is May 26th. Author and naturalist Henry David Thoreau, one of the worst writers I've ever read in my life. <laughs> uh Traveled west to preserve his health, arriving in St. Paul and spent two weeks exploring the flora and fauna of the surrounding area, but did find that there was no equity in the park system at that time. <laughs> uh, no, I shouldn't say he's one of the worst writers. I just didn't get swept away by his stuff the way most people did. I just uh, didn't do much for me. Hmm. On this day in 1900. Oh, May 26th. Dr. Justice O'Hage donated Harriet Island, named for the school teacher Harriet Bishop, to the city of St. Paul. Wow, that's a nice donation. So some guy named Justice O'Hage, a doctor, he owned Harriet Island. Wow. And then he, he gave it to the city. Here you go. You can have it. Yeah. And now it just is collecting a lot of debris from that very plump river that's flowing down yeah. There's a lot of good concerts on that island for many years. Oh, yeah. And a rowing club and the whole deal. Well, back in the day, too. What was the festival? Back in the day, people swam there. That was kind of a bathhouse uh, back in the early really? part of the 20th century. Yeah. Huh. Uh, the Taste river. of Minnesota, Chris. That's what I'm thinking of. Now it's in Minneapolis. Uh Thank you, GLers, and have a wonderful Memorial Day. I intend to fly my flag. I hope that doesn't trigger anybody. 
GLers. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to factormeals.com slash garagelogic50 use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Do us a favor, if you wouldn't mind, hit the subscribe button right there. It's on the GarageLogic YouTube channel because on that channel, we are posting daily content for your amusement. And you can follow us along on all of our social media channels, which include Facebook, Twitter, Insta. It's all there for you. And oh, hey, the Garage Logic Town Council. Yeah, for just 10 bucks a month, 100 bucks a year, you're going to get all sorts of behind the scenes footage and uh, audio archived for your enjoyment. It's all right there for you. Uh, yeah, garagelogic.com. Find out more. And you can get the gift of GL as well. Well, here it is. It says, Meet John Height, the voice of Garage Logic. <laughs> I did wow. not write that. <laughs> Congratulations on your promotion, Johnny. I guess. Now, you, you can give me volume on this because this is KSTP. Right, but we're still recording the show. Oh, uh, we're done. Boom, boom.